Have you ever considered the trades as a career? If you haven't, maybe it's time you do. Listen to the inspirational journeys of men and women who picked up a tool and changed the course of their lives. Check out some of our past guests of Tradeswoman Talk. Why I chose the military was a movie that I saw when I was younger. About 15, 16 years old, my um, godparents took me to see Private Benjamin. I got to do that. So I kind of had my mindset to just doing the military because of that. I knew that um, I did the minimum when it came to classroom work as far as school. So I wasn't going to waste my parents' money and go to college all my time. But I did know that um, I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world and I wanted to, um, you know, have some type of representation here. I didn't want to just sit down and not do nothing. I came up in the um, 80s out of high school where no jobs. The market was really bad and drugs was on the streets in my neighborhood. The other alternative was either the military or, you know, you're going to get out in the street hustle and end up in jail or dead. So I kind of chose to get out of the environment and, you know, see something different and hopefully come back to something different. If you're a firefighter, a school teacher, construction worker, motorman, you're all in the same boat. You're all in the same class. You're the working class. The reason why we continue to struggle and get the short end of the stick is because we're all in these disparate little camps. I think the younger that you know that it's that the architecture and construction industry are viable jobs and viable paths for you, the more likely you are to to be interested in them. I remember we had a carpentry class in third grade and it was just for one rotation and that was it and never again. And I was so excited that this existed, that shop existed or carpentry existed. So I think my all girls school was doing a little bit to introduce us, but could have done more. You're graduating these kids out of the school. They know how to weld. They know plumbing, they know machine shop, they know carpentry, they had they had bricklaying and masonry work. They had everything, every license you can think of under the sun. Kids were graduating and where did they end up? McDonald's. So I said, look, we come up with the teacher apprenticeship program. So we would pay for the college. We would also pay for their other job experience because a kid coming out of high school, they only have that school in the experience in the school. And then we will put them back into the school and, and rotating with a mentor teacher in the trade to learn more about methodology, how to teach. Instead of saying, oh, I can't do this, I chose to say, I could do it. I am going to do it. It all starts with a passion and then everything else falls in place. The general public, I would say, isn't exposed to that element on a regular, like maybe someone like you or I is, right? We see it all the time because we're in that, right? But your general public, they don't get to see that. I didn't get to see it for a long time, actually, until I got more involved, you know? And so exposing that, showing the general public who these people are, it might help organize, recruit more people into the trades. And that's really, I mean, other than giving them the, it's a morale thing, you know, as well. It helps for the workers, they, their families. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten messages from wives or children that are like, that's my dad. <laughs> Family is very, very important to us. I always like puttering around with my father. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to make a career change now that I'm, you know, been home for a while. So I saw a career fair 
that was being put on by a, a woman's group here in Cleveland. And I went and I walked around, I talked to all the trades and I just thought that the plumbers really kind of spoke to me and I thought they had a lot of great training. And my father was a pipe fitter, a maintenance pipe fitter. He was in the aerospace union, but he used to do a lot of plumbing around the house. And I used to like to help him and putz around with him. I was the youngest of three girls. So I think I was kind of the son that he never had. So, so then I, you know, I said, well, I'm going to see what happens. So I get into the trades and I couldn't be happier with the career choice I made. When our son was born three, three months premature, our local helped us out. You know, we weren't prepared to have him three months early or to take time off work. And they all band together and helped pay our bills for the month. So that spoke so much to me. So I thought, okay, if there's a way that I could ever give back to them, it would be, you know, by trying to join. So my hell day was on a Wednesday. My dental interview was on a Thursday. I went, I made it, and my husband told me too, you know, everything happens for a reason. Try it out. If it's not for you, then you could always go back to dental school. So we just kind of ran with it. The reason why I started Plumbing Against Everyone is to basically bring awareness of the trade, to have someone feel like they're part of something and, and they could take pride in, in the trade. Just be proud to be plumbers. I want to be respected for being a plumber. Let the fire inside you burn brighter on the outside of you. Quite as empowering is being able to take raw materials, whether it's a pile of metal, cement, steel, um, wood, ceramics, and turn it into a form, a shape, whether it's representational or abstract. It's something that you've created from three-dimensional materials with your hands. It's empowering, it's exciting, it's, it's playful, it's poetic, and it feels like one of the most incredible experiences ever. Really, at the end of the day, it is to pay homage to the women that I believe made make it easier for women like myself getting into this construction trade. Like, hands down, it started because I wanted to find women to just thank and elevate for paving the way. It's this amazing movement that we've seen grow, but in my mind, we can't be what we need to be without recognizing the women who have paved the way, who have put in some serious hard work, who have elevated the standards. You know, women and tradeswomen have a great name. Really, they do. I mean, when you look at it, because it's like all the women that came before have done an amazing job. They've worked, you know, I don't know how many times I talk to women, they're like, I have to work five times as hard just to be equal to men. Stay the course. Believe in who you are. Just be true to yourself, basically. And don't really try to please people. And it's a matter of taking pride in everything that you do. That's something I've always done. You know, if you're gonna do it, do it all the way. Don't halfway do it. And just, you know, if it's something, I mean, honestly, I never even saw this coming. And, and that's the honest to God truth, you know? I am who I am and that's who I choose to be. Just stay the course of being B.